today on the family vacationer we welcome rick and mitzi williams back for the show to talk about their family vacation to the florida keys episode 119 starts right now welcome to the family vacationer with rob and danny Danny. the go-to podcast for families on the move welcome friends i'm rob and i'm danny and this is episode 119 of the family vacationer we're so glad you're with us today as we talk about beautiful key west florida Now, last week, in case you missed it, we took a look at Wilmington, North Carolina, and Carolina Beach. You'll definitely want to go back and give that a listen. In fact, do us a favor and hit the subscriber button so you don't miss an episode. This week, as we mentioned, Rick and Mitzi Williams are back with us for their third visit to the Family Vacationer. Oh, and hey, if your family has recently visited someplace fun and you'd like to share it with our audience, we'd love to have you on the show. Just drop Rob a line at rob at the familyvacationer.live. Now, let's hear about Key West from the Williams family. Rick and Mitzi, welcome to the show. Thanks. All right. So what inspired you guys to choose the Florida Keys as your family vacation destination this time? Uh, so I'll, I'll take responsibility for that. It was actually a medical conference that I was attending. Um, it, it was a very well done conference, but they host their conferences in vacation spots. So you're incentivized to mm. go. Um, but I picked the Keys because Rick and I have been to the Keys several times and loved it, but we, our boys had never been, and this was a good chance. I needed to go for continuing education. And so it was just kind of a package deal. Nice. Nice. Did y'all fly into Key West or do the Miami and then? <laughs> oh, we flew into Key West International Airport in quotation marks. <laughs> and then we, I've never walked down the, uh, what do they call The that? mobile ramp that they rolled up to the airplane door where you walk off yeah. with luggage. Down on the tarmac, right next to a Cessna 172 and into the airport. Hmm. Well, you've obviously yeah. never been to Tulsa. Not that there's anything wrong with Tulsa. <laughs> Tulsa's great. Uh, <clears throat> let's, let's talk about some highlights. Share some highlights from the trip. What made it memorable? Other than, you know, Walking down the uh, the mobile unit there. Uh, I, you know, I don't, there were so many things. We we just love the keys as a whole. Anyway, um, the hotel was wonderful. It was the Opal Key Resort. Um, now, just a disclaimer: we would have never chosen that on our own. It it was it was expensive, but you know, location, location, location. Right? It was right next to Mallory Square. It was oceanfront. The cruise ships uh, dock right outside the Opal Key Resort. So if we walked out of, actually, we could look out of our room in the morning and see if there was a cruise ship docked. Uh, it, it was, it was beautiful. But that was the location of the conference. So that was kind of a no-brainer for us because I had to be in class starting at 7 a.m. So Ooh. we we went to the location of the of the conference because that made the most sense. So. And there were people up in the Keys at 7 a.m. No locals. Uh, okay. Landscapers All right. and us. Okay. Yeah. Her. <laughs> now, would you say the that, people attending the conference? Right, right. Would you say the hotel was family friendly? Yes. Yes, I would. It well, there's not a lot of location in the keys, right? There's not a lot of real estate. So there was a pool there. It was very convenient. There were restaurants on uh on location, uh, but nothing is complimentary really or free. It it was pricey. There was restaurants available. Definitely family friendly. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So how'd you guys plan your, your itinerary, all the activities you're going to do while you're there? So a lot of the itinerary was forced to be planned around my classes, yeah. which is fine. I mean, that's what we were, we were going for, but um, you know, one of the questions that, that Rob originally asked was, did we fly into Miami and drive down? That's really what we would have preferred to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, because of time we couldn't do that. So because, we were trying to get the boys included in school as much as possible. So we chose a flight that left on a Wednesday afternoon, knowing class started Thursday morning at seven. So we needed to get straight into Key West. There was no way we could let the kids be counted present at school and fly down to Miami, get our car and drive the, you know, about three, three and a half hours from Miami to Key West mm-hmm. and be reasonable to, to attend class the next morning at seven. So yeah, right. Um, so th- that was really what forced our hand to fly into Key West, which was fine. It, it was a great airport. Mm-hmm. No issues, I think, flying into that. Other than that, we knew that we didn't want to stay just on the island of Key West. We knew that we wanted to explore around a little bit. So we we made a point to rent a car. And then when I got out of class, I would check in with them, go pick them up. And then we kind of did a lot flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, planning is not the right word. Um, we we knew we wanted to do stuff, but like most of the time we planned everything whenever Mitzi got out of class. Mm-hmm. We decided what we were going to go do. Nice. No trouble getting a rental car? I did that prearranged when I bought our uh, plane tickets uh, okay. and whatnot. And I used a third party site. Um, I didn't really, I, we had never rented a car from an airport before that we normally drive everywhere we go. So, um, but I, I use a third party and, but I, and I told Rick, I had approved it with him ahead of time. I was like, Hey, it'd be a lot of fun to surprise the boys. Let's get a Mustang convertible, be able to ride around with the top down and, you know, surprise them with that. And really the difference in cost wasn't that much more. It was like $20 more a day than an economy car. I was like, that's nice. an easy call. Yeah. Okay. Right. But it, sure. it was super easy though, because the airport at Key West, when you walk out the doors, we literally walked uh, across a two-lane road into the rental car lot. Hmm. Hmm. And it was, I mean, the only other time I've ever rented a car and flying has been at uh, Boise. And um, even the airport there, it was way more walking out there. I mean, literally, you walk out, and if I had known what to look for, we could have seen our car as soon as the doors opened. <laughs> that was super easy. Nice. Nice. As far as the airport goes, um, I have never seen or been anywhere near friendlier TSA agents. Oh, well, I mean, they are in the keys, so they're laid back. I I mean, everyone we talked to, um, I accidentally tried to smuggle a Mountain Dew uh, into my carry on. I had forgotten about and, um, you know, there wasn't even the you know, a big deal made out of that. The guy joked a little bit, but everybody was, was friendly. And I just mm-hmm. never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I love Mountain Dews myself, but Ricky, you know, they, they do sell those in Key West. Yeah. I mean, well, just, it was the just way saying. Home. we bought them in Key West. Oh, okay. So he's trying to, well, they definitely sell it here. So, here. I mean, but it's maybe it tastes tea- different there. Who knows? I'm not going to judge. <laughs> We went through security and the guy was like, is this your duffel bag? I was like, um, if it belongs with our group, he was like, I'm going to need to pull you to the side. I was like, okay, okay. So we go over and he pulled it out. He was like, this is not allowed on the plane. I'm like, 
of course it's not allowed on the flight. <laughs> I look back because Rick and the boys are still coming through. I'm like, Rick, just a reminder, you can't take the can. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> and then I the guy was like, it's no big deal. And he just it happens. One out. I just forgot I had two in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. It you no, know, Rob, you, you don't know Rick, though. It, you're making this like it's not a big deal. Having a diet Mountain Dew is a big deal to Rick. That's important stuff. Am I right? Dude, no, I it, get it. It's it's a big deal to me. I get it. I totally understand. I'm just saying it's not yeah. worth going to jail. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, Rick might think it is. I don't know. <laughs> could be a toss-up. You're right. I've never well, been going, more than three hours without one. So Exactly. <laughs> going into the trip, is there anything that you wish you had known about Key West? You've been before. Is there anything that you wish you knew before headed to the trip? It sounds like knowing you've been there before, probably not. But was there any surprises, any challenges? I, I think um, really the only surprise, and it really shouldn't have been a surprise, so on our rental car information, it said that the car we were getting would hold one large bag and one small bag. And mm. I was like, right. Come, it's a, one large bag, one small bag. Like, really? We'll be fine. Okay. It literally holds one large bag and one small bag. That's it. Mm. So, so leaving the airport. Almost. Yeah. Almost. We were able to squeeze a duffel bag compressed onto one side of the trunk. No, it almost didn't hold the large bag. We had to push the large bag in order to get it to go in. If, mm. if it had not been flexible, hard-sided luggage, we would have been, we would have hooked it up and towed it like a trailer, I guess. Well, but then <laughs> we all had to ride, like, from the airport to the hotel, yeah. our carry-on bags in our lap. We had so we did that in Vegas. Happened. We did a convertible in Vegas, and my father had to, like, had a big, big, huge suitcase in his lap all the way from the, I mean, it's not far from in Vegas from the airport to the resorts, but we've, yeah. Yeah, we we feel that pain for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you were in QS, you would have been able to recognize that we had just left the airport because we, <laughs> you know, right, we're riding down the street to QS, top down, holding our luggage in our laps. Mm-hmm. Except what about what about the cruise ship? Now that's kind of controversial in in QS. You know, there's been some talk of the locals not wanting the cruise ships there. Did it make it really crowded when the cruise ships were were docked? I didn't think so. No. Um... One of the things that I've noticed that's different is there are there's two spots there on Mallory Square where cruise ships can tie up. One of them has the the passengers on the ship disembarking right through Mallory Square. That oh, one wow. was it had grass on it. It was grown up. It looked like it had not been used in a while. Okay. The other one had you disembarking way back down because you come off the cruise ship and actually go away from the square. Um, and so you, there would, there was a surge of people, but it, it wasn't awful. I mean, it was just, I mean, there's tourists everywhere anyway. So. Right. And most of them tied up really early in the month. We would wake up to find a cruise ship at our dock. So I think people probably were trickling off, you know, at their own pace. There was no big rush. Of, of people dumping straight at because they do come off the walkway at our at the hotel where we were okay um, and nothing noticed all right did the you serve this was probably them getting back on the boat actually that would have been in the afternoon i guess did you encounter any unexpected surprises or obstacles and if so how'd you handle them i, I 
can't think of anything other than just <laughs> trying to hold our luggage in our lap for the you know <laughs> 10 minute ride from the airport to our hotel. Uh, but honestly, no. And, and again, you guys know us, but as travelers, we're pretty flexible. We did not have this trip. We did not have a strict itinerary. We did not have every minute planned out. Mm-hmm. We were flexible from that outgo. So if there was something unexpected, we didn't know about it because we were we didn't have a plan anyway. Yeah. How many of the keys did you guys visit? We went as far north as Marathon, technically. Okay. But just basically. So, you know, we would leave in the afternoons to to head out and explore. So one day was kind of our, our, we're just exploring day. So we got in the car and drove, but you know, we didn't leave until like 1 PM to start mm. that. So we wanted to make sure the boys saw seven mile bridge. Okay. Um, so we went across seven mile bridge and then we literally got to marathon and just turned around and came back. Um, okay. But that day we took to, I mean, we took our time doing some other stuff, but we drove through the key deer preserve, which is on. I don't remember the name of that key. Um, Plantation key. Plantation key, maybe. And um, we we do love Bahia Honda State Park. Uh, so we intended to stop there on our way back, and we did do that. We um, pulled in there. Uh, we walked out on the old overseas highway as far as you can go. They, they've got it really blocked off. Can't go very far. Uh, and then we came back down and just enjoyed the beach for a while. Okay. Um, so speaking of your speaking of your boys, I mean the keys for adults are great. I mean, you know, well documented how much fun it is, right? Yeah. For the kids, what did they think? You know, I think they loved it. They well, one, they loved that we took them out of school for a couple of days and <laughs> they had all morning to lay around in the hotel with no plans and watch TV and eat pop darts. You know, they're happy with that. But um as far as, I, I think the kids enjoyed it. Actually, one of them just walked in. We can ask his opinion. But um, in, driving them to the individual uh, beaches to try and explore a little bit. Because we also went to a beach by the Naval Air Station. We were talking about that. Um, so there is a public beach area by one of the strips. Boca Chica Beach. Okay. Um, it's, it's very small. Um, but I think it's worth a visit. And while we were there, two fighter jets took off from the runway and like took off over our heads, flew over while we were, you know, standing on the beach. So that was super cool. Yeah. Um, able to show the boys things like that. Um, I think they were amazed by the water, the color of the water. Right. Um, and then one day uh, we did take, um, we rented a boat and uh, I, I know you guys are going to, We'll talk about highlights later, but that's probably the highlight of the trip for me. Um, but that was pretty cool to be on a boat. Just we rented ourselves, just the four of us on a boat uh, out and about. So yeah, I think they were along for the ride. They didn't really have any expectations. They had never been. So right. um, they, they were happy to explore and see. And then, of course, in the afternoons or in downtime and at night, we tried to always just go chill at the pool and, um, you know, play in the pool like mm-hmm. two kids want to do. We ate lots of high-priced ice cream. Oh, we ate a lot of ice cream. Now, did it did that make it taste better, or? Um, one place, no. Yeah, the, it was really expensive. The location that made it taste better, I think. Okay, yeah, for sure. 
Well, Danny and I have talked in the past, like eating seafood with water nearby makes that taste better. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally That's makes true. sense. Yep. Yeah, we had a lot of ice cream watching the cruise ships uh, set sail, which is kind of fun. I mean, they're just interesting machines to watch. So a lot of ice cream eating watching the cruise ships go away. Did you get to taunt any uh, cruise ship passengers that were late and running for the boat? Because that's always fun. No? We watched for them, but we didn't taunt yeah, them. They were, they were far enough away from them that, uh, from us that you know they wouldn't have heard us, I think. <laughs> Hmm. I embarrassed I'm, my kids by waving at them. Like, and they were leaving. I waved at all the people on the balcony. My kids were like, Mom, stop. <laughs> awesome. Next time, take a megaphone and just, you ain't going to yeah. make it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make the trip so much more fun. For yeah, you for real. <laughs> and get some good video of that. That'll be fantastic. Okay. Oh, yeah. We'll post it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you mentioned food. Um, were there any local foods or restaurants that you really liked or, you know, that maybe you would even recommend to people that are going there? I'm trying to think. I, the last night there, we ate at the Conch Shack, which is a local place that's pretty highly rated. And it is literally a shack on Duval Street. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but they have, um, they had lobster rolls. They had conch fritters. Um, so just some, kind of some local things. And, and I thought, I thought it was very good, but like, uh, Rick had a hot dog there, which I guess also was very good. So, um, it was very good. So I, the conch shack highly recommend on Duval street. Uh, the hot dogs, uh, the hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, it was, it was, um, not a standard hot dog. Oh, okay. Um, and. I, I don't know really how to describe it. It was large. Um, okay. But yeah, it was not the uh, it was not the cheap one there in the corner of the freezer section at the grocery store. Um, so poten potentially a foot long is what you're maybe saying, right? Uh, it would have been close. Okay. Uh, but like they split it in half and fried it, and they also like the there's nothing healthy. Um, but like I mean, the it's bun, a hot dog, so hot dog bun, but it was uh. It was grilled with butter, and it was. Uh, I would. I would eat another one for sure. Okay. <laughs> it was very good. The and then the shot. next day at the medical conference, the topic was why you don't <laughs> eat hot dogs. Uh, yeah, we had a topic on high cholesterol. It was actually the yeah. Best. Well, but, uh, that went well together. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other places. We just ate a lot of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Why not um, make it a meal? And then on our ex exploration day, we ate at a place called Boondocks. I don't remember what island that was on. It's not on Key West. Okay. And uh, that would be near Plantation Key, but that may not be its address. But it, it was really, it was kind of a cool atmosphere. It was live music. Um, picture a super giant tiki hut, right? So it looked like a bamboo roof and uh, you know, thatch roof and stuff like that. It was really big. And then right next to it, they had like mini golf. We didn't, we didn't go to that, but it's kind of a, um, I guess a destination. And then they had like an open air market on Saturday morning. Mm. It was really good. The food was good. It was a cool atmosphere. The guy playing guitar was good. And, um, that, so that was kind of neat. Um, we ate at hard rock one day, not local, I guess, but it was good. Uh, I can't think. I don't know why the food's not standing out. I don't know why. Mm. Fair enough. Yep. 
So you guys, right? we went with two picky kids, so we're not foodie. <laughs> you're not going to look for top food advice from Mitzi and Rick. So. Yeah, yeah. I Just mean, you had pop tarts. tarts, you had pop tarts, ice cream, and a pool. So I mean, really, and a really good hot dog. <laughs> and a really good hot dog. So there you go. I'm going to um, say something though, Rob. You don't know this, but they eat evil pop tarts at their house. Evil no frost, yeah, no frosting. What I, I, I know, I'm just. What is the point? I don't know. Anyway, I mean, if you're going to eat a pop tart, okay, that we could do a whole show on that, but we'll see. Not icing exactly. in general, if you need icing, the quality of the thing that you're putting icing on must not be good. <laughs> oh, but that's just negating the the beautifulness of frosting i mean that how could <clears throat> we'll, no, we'll talk about okay. this later all right evil that is debate. evil yeah yeah that that is, is going to turn I, into a political debate here <laughs> oh lord so you guys not only were balancing relaxation and adventure mitzi you were also balancing work and relaxation so how did all that come together did you have enough time to see everything that you guys wanted to see how'd that work think so with the exception of you know if we had had our our choice I would have loved to have had time to explore all the way up north to Key West to Key Largo right mm. I would I would want to drive that whole three hours up to Key Largo explore all of it and we just didn't have time for it on this trip um sure. I think we probably will do it again with the boys um when we can do that and really take our time just exploring all the little, you know, things to see. All of this, the state parks, the nature preserves, the, um, the pretty beaches, the iconic spots. You know, uh, snorkeling. All, all of those things. I wish we had had time to to do all of that. More time on Marathon. More time on Isla Mirada. Um, more local fish. I love eating local fish. Um, and and you know, I, I did at that Boondocks place. I had a grouper sandwich that was fresh caught, but. For the mm. most part, we didn't get like fresh seafood, and that's something I love. But um, so that's a, the if I could have planned it myself, I, I would have built in more days and and gone to more places. Mm -hmm. Yep. So since we're looking back, what advice would you now give to other families that are planning a trip to the Keys? So mine would be it depends on what you like. Mm -hmm. Um. So I I went with a coworker. And her her sister went with her, and um, she as well travel goes to Key West routinely, knows the place like the back of her hand. Mm -hmm. uh, they did not rent a car, and they were happy to stay within the you know the blocks of our hotel, right? right? The tons of <clears throat> restaurants in downtown Key West. Duval Street is full of things. There's a live music scene. Um, so uh, if if that's if that's good with you, if you're a foodie and you want to explore all the local restaurants and the trendy things and the live music scene, then downtown Key West is the spot for you. Duval yeah. Street, that is the place for you to go. Um, there's iconic bars, Sloppy Joe's and, and and all of those iconic places. If you're more of a beach person, there are not a lot of great white sandy beaches there, you know, for you to. Um, it, it's not your golf beach. Right. It's gorgeous water, but, you know, there's rocks everywhere. Unfortunately, yeah, I know you maybe have seen it some in the news. There's a seaweed problem currently. We did encounter mm -hmm. some of the seaweed. It had washed up. You just have to walk over it to get to the water. Right. Um, so 
it really depends on what you love. If you love the ocean, you love exploring, you love boats, either get a charter boat or rent a boat. You, you got to get out in the water and explore it because the the wildlife is is there. It's unbelievable. The sandbar we we uh, the place we rented gave us instructions on how to get to the sandbar. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a super shallow place where boats go up, anchor down. You just get out of your boat and walk around in the middle of the Caribbean. It's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. What was the water like? Was it, uh, where, where you guys rented the boat? Pretty calm? Uh, yes, because we mostly were, well, you can describe that better. Well, you know, we, we stayed on, you know, Bayside, um, but the water is, is, as far as oceans go, the water is always calm down there, um, relatively speaking. Um, you know, when it when it gets rough, uh, if you go out to the reef, uh, seven to nine miles off all the keys is is the reef. And, you know, when the ocean meets the bay on top of the reef, you know, you can get some pretty pretty significant funkiness. But if you're inside you know, north northwest of the Keys, it's pretty flat most of the time. It was windy the day we were out there, but it was not bad at all. Uh, a little bit of chop. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing down there is that the water is just shallow. I mean, uh, we had a, a depth frown on the boat that we rented, and uh, we were watching it. And, you know, there was two or three times where it said two feet. Um, oh, so wow. if I would not suggest that somebody without boating experience rent a boat just themselves. Mm. Um, At one point I asked him because I was looking over and I could see the rocks uh, through the water, but the water's so clear, it's really hard to get an idea for what the depth is. So I said, right. "What? How, how deep are we right now? He said, this is eight tenths of a foot. And I was like, we should probably get out. He was like, yeah, I'm working on getting us out of here. But I was like, eight tenths of a foot, point eight. Wow. Like, and you're not, like like you mentioned, you're not talking about sandy bottoms. You're talking about rocks. Yeah. yeah. You hit yeah. those, you're having a bad day. Right. Yeah. Yikes. Not not about either. But then there's there's other places <laughs> where you know it's just you know eight to ten feet deep. Um, yeah. And it, you know as long as the the place that we rented from was was really good. They they uh, gave us a, a chart plotter and basically he said if you stay where these it it kept a log of all of the previous trips that that boat had been on. Mm. And if you stay where there's a red line, then you're fine. Um, and we did for the most part. Um, but, you know, I mean, there was, there's a, there's a few, um, I don't know if shipwrecks is the right word. There's a few holes left over from some of the past storms down there. My boys wanted to go right up and see them. So, you know, we kind of looked at them. Um <clears throat> We did get to see a, a sea turtle just for a second. Saw a couple of dolphins while we were out there. Nice. And there's two or three places where you can, you know, if 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 you're careful, um, you know, you can you can get to just about anywhere you want. The other thing is, you know, you can rent pontoon boats too, and those draft a whole lot shallower. Um, so there's a whole lot less chance of you running over something with with a pontoon boat. Yeah, you're just not going to get anywhere quite as fast, but. And then there's a million charters too, right? I mean, there's sandbar charters that'll just take you out to the sandbar and, and let you play. There's, um, you know, eco charters, there's dolphin tours, there's there's all kinds of, of places. So if you don't have boating experience, but you still want to get out, there's a, a million companies that'll offer to take you out. Tons of sunset cruises. Yeah, lots of sunset cruises, mm. fishing charters. 
uh, all kinds of options depending on what you like. Well, so it sounds like it was a good trip. You guys had fun. Sounds like you, I think you mentioned you'd go back. So where is the next destination for the family? So Do we know where we're headed one. yet? Uh, we, you know, we're famously fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> Currently on the uh, rough itinerary is Ohio and Michigan. So, so we'll okay. see. The, the, from the Keys to Ohio and Michigan. That's Okay. Yeah, Amish country up to uh, maybe Mackinac Island. So, and then the Upper Peninsula, um, because I'm fascinated with the Great Lakes and shipwrecks, and um, uh, not necessarily Gordon Lightfoot, but uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Um, there's a shipwreck museum up there, and that I would just love to go to. Yeah, uh, Sioux Locks. Um, there's lots and lots of shipping traffic up there. There's two or three campgrounds within eyeball distance of the Sioux Locks where you can just sit out and watch boats go through. So the water theme remains. It's just colder water. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and now yeah. that song's in my head. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> just go listen to it. That's all you got. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again. This is your third visit to the show. This, I think this is our first third time visitor's guests whatever right dan uh, something like that so. we it's don't have honor. jackets we don't have any jackets or anything for you but we'll work on a t-shirt okay maybe yeah, i'll be back after the next will be fine he'll take a koozie for his diet mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> and a hot dog and a frostingless pop tart which i anyway thanks yeah. guys for being on the show again we appreciate you. you guys Thanks. See ya. Hey, everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. Well, that does it for this week's show. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram and Facebook and watch the video version of the show on YouTube. Next week, we're talking about Reno, Nevada. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.